Magical Theory Podcast Time. Aww. Magical Theory Podcast Time. We got a wild pup. <laughs> we got a wild pup today. Uh, he may scream. He may scream. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. He's, he's oh, just, he smushed his face up here. Just... He lay down, buddy. He was talkative this morning. And I was he like, was why are you talkative. talking right now? He was very, very <laughs> chatty. He's a chatty Cathy. Stop talking he's to the no, other no, puppies. No, 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 no. <laughs> How is everyone doing? It is the beginning of January. You're, I know. I teach tomorrow. You're about to start again. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. <laughs> you're all prepped, though. Yeah. Like, you got, uh, we came into the new year, and then, you know, it took a couple days, and then it's like, okay, I guess it's time. Even for yeah, me, where yeah. I was like, oh, I should really get on the No, I got, I got on it at the schedule that I was expecting to. I was like, I'm not going to do it before New Year's. The timing of everything, I was like, it gives me a whole week. I'll just do everything that week. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. I do want to point out that the abbreviation MTPT for Magical Theory Podcast Time, JP has pointed out, uh, Matt Pat without the vowels. It's just a theory. That's <laughs> a magical theory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're going for. Uh, Matt Pat, please don't sue us. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I feel like I've had, I have, lo- oh, we played D&D last night. Yes, we did. Oh my gosh. I love playing Dungeons and Dragons and, um, unfortunately we don't have time and also, we also rolled don't have good. a DM for it. So I was really excited when Piper Mage, uh, volunteered to run. We're playing, um, the Strixhaven, uh, Magic adventure. School. Yeah. Curriculum of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, yes, please. So I am playing, uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to see it, but I can just talk about my character because I always love like being like, okay, I have to think about this person oh, now. Know. And um, so my character is a uh, an elven sorcerer. Uh, she comes from a very noble background. Her name is Tasha Greengrass. <laughs> And she's, uh, there's more to her than I, what I shared with the other players last night, though it is in my, like, literal notes in my bio, if any of them wanted to look at it. But, um, yeah, she's, um, she has a legacy. She has a, <laughs> a green grass legacy at this school. And so I'm basically building her in this, sense. like, kind of traditional noble sense. Actually, I will say, I, I talked about Schitt's Creek, uh, did I talk about it last week? Just to me. Oh. Oh, yeah. About that, how I Probably. binged all six seasons. Yeah. Um, I we didn't do an episode last week. Or we did yeah, it we Monday. Did. Yes, we, we did. did it yes. Monday. Uh, so I was inspired by So I'm reading the um, behind the scenes yeah. book from uh, Dan and Eugene Levy. And uh, so I'm reading about like how they approached like coming up with the idea of like or the context, the setting and what they wanted mm-hmm. to do with the narrative and what they made sure to avoid. Like, for example, they didn't want it to be like goofy humor, like where they would just make shit jokes all the time mm-hmm. because of the name of the town. Um, and also like they were very particular about this place being very accepting and that the the point is that the jokes are more about the Rose family, who is this rich family who lost everything. So the jokes are on them rather than the other way around. And yes. so one of the characters, <laughs> the daughter, 
it's Alexis. I didn't want to be as like ridiculous as her. She's just very, if you haven't seen the show, I don't know how to describe her. She's just very kind of like, uh, just open and just kind of like, uh, I don't know. She She's very charming in her own way, but also very unlikable when you first meet her. Uh, so I didn't want to be that unlikable, but I wanted to kind of build, extend that thinking that I've been doing with that show, with her, that character, with my character. That's Tasha. And Jeff, you're playing also. A bard, a tiefling bard, Evelyn Wright, Evie. Evie. She's like basically a princess, <laughs> literally. But she's like the sixth, uh, uh, she's the youngest of six, so she's yeah. not actually like important to the family. Yeah. But yeah, she's, you know, kind of interesting, just it was only episode zero, it was so episode I don't have zero. that much to say about her yet, but she's interesting. Yeah. Y'all know me by now. When I, like, get interested in something, I'm just, like, obsessive for a very, like, intense period of time. I thought it would be really interesting to have, like, a royal that is interested in art. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just thought it was, would be fun. Mm-hmm. And we're also playing with two other people. Yeah, all four of us are charisma-based characters. We are characters, charisma, So we're yeah. going to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, and it's at a magic school. Well, not yeah. necessarily a magic school. A school that does stuff, and magic is one of the things. But they yeah. also study other topics. So it'll be fun. It'll be very fun. Uh, what else? Anything else going on? No, I don't know. I've been making lots of videos and yeah. doing prep for videos and like fixing the dis Discord and like doing all sorts of like wizard PhD tasks. Like my to-do list is just Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's long, but you've chipped away at it. It's long, but it's also like I have not I have this like um so for the what is the thing? The uh the type indicate the the strength space thing. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. Uh, so Clifton. Clifton, Clifton Strengths. Okay, one of mine. Well, one that we share is ideation, but you are like that's, my top that's your top one. Mine is intellection, but I do have ideation in there somewhere in my top five or ten. It might be in the top ten, not the top five. But so every now and then it like goes into overdrive and then I'm just like, what about this idea? I can do a new series and then I can do this and that. And then you're just like, all right, let's like, because I feel like then when I get in that mode, then I'm in very action. Like, let's do it right away not even get to the next. It's like ideation on the first level and not going more into it. And you're like, all right, let's think about this. All yeah. of that to say more content is coming. It's planned. And it's exciting. Yeah, you did have a morning where it was like, oh my gosh, there's like 20 ideas coming at me right now. <laughs> I'm just trying this? to drink my coffee here, you know? <laughs> no, it was good. It I was have really endless good. ideas. Well, you suggested that I play Hogwarts Legacy. We are <clears throat> something I have not um, nailed down and finalized just yet. I have the January streaming schedule, but I don't have the weekly Hogwarts Legacy schedule. Right. Uh, determined yet because there's too many options. To there be are so many <laughs> options. Yeah. And one of the ideas Jeff came up with is that I should stream the Wednesday streams should be me dressed as Wednesday Adams and playing and Wednesday. playing as Wednesday. The, but the, one of the issues it with all of this is that how many are. characters yeah, are you going to have? Because mm -hmm. then your progress is going to be divided by yeah. However much, you know, are you going to have a main character that you like play every day? I mean, I think that. Yeah, this is the back Kinsa. and forth is whether 
I think that I'm leaning towards finish the game one time and then go crazy with it, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Though I do, I don't know. I am slow at playing games, so I know that it's gonna. I'm gonna read every single book, every little little pop up thing, and be like, what what new lore do we get this time? You know, so. There, that's perfectly healthy and fine, I think. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I just think it's going to be really funny because the more saves you have, the slower it's going to take. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, because one of the other ideas I had, you know how that sorting hat thing that your mom got us, how it talks and yeah. tells you? So one of the ideas I have, and I don't know, maybe I just am adopting, uh, I'm adopting chaos as part of my brand is like starting the stream hitting the hat seeing what house it says and that determines which character like which house first game no 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 for like if if we can have let's say we can have four save files one of each Mm -hmm. and then be like let's continue i don't know how many saves we'll be able to have i don't either uh, could be one could be then you gotta beat it delete it Uh, what house, uh, for those of y'all who watched Bad Plans, we make Bad Plans, what house do you think Kins would be in? Kins is a half-elf druid. Uh, Gryffindor. Gryffindor? Yeah. Kins doesn't feel like a Gryffindor to me. She feels like a Hufflepuff. No, no, she's a Gryffindor. <laughs> well, she also has stats like a Ravenclaw, though. My my int was just like, wasn't that the, oh no, my wisdom was 22, not my int, never mind. But, but still, like, she she yeah. read a book for 48 hours straight so that she could get that plus two. It was madness. To her ability. It's not sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. Chaos brand. What is the merch? Hmm. I mean, Jessie is definitely a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Kins is less Hufflepuff than Jessie. <laughs> Jessie's just welcoming, <laughs> loyal, straightforward. Just a little dwarf paladin. Not, can't loves lie. soup, loves to feed people. Feeding people. Yeah. No, you are totally helpful. The good, the good soldier, bad soldier. That was one of oh, my favorite ones. <laughs> what are you going to use as your in-game name? We haven't talked about this, like the two of I'm us. I'm not sure, yeah. Are you just going to be McTan or Jeshi? I don't know. You, know, you don't play Jeshi in other games, no. do you? Mm-mm. I guess Divinity. That's Usually the only other Nick. one. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's because I was because playing we're playing that as character. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like, what is your character name? I'm like, I don't know, Kins. Even if it's not anything that could be <laughs> a druid. Um, I don't know. I part of me feel so. One of my questions is like, should I be me for the very first playthrough, Prof Lynette? Kins. Like, not no, not Kins, but Lynette, <laughs> Prof Lynette. Like my personality. <sighs> And no, Jeff says no. You should always have an avatar, in my opinion. <laughs> well, everyone knows you I'm should always flow through. I, I should just name myself Prof put or Professor. So, like in Wizards Unite, when they used when McGonagall used to refer to me, and she'd be like Professor or not McGonagall. Well, someone would refer to me as Professor. Yeah. And then McGonagall <laughs> referred to me as Lynette, Lynette because yeah. it was my last name. <laughs> so, for, for first name Professor, last name Lynette. Well, I mean, certainly like. Yes, I guess if it's if you're placing yourself in the world, I, it's not not anything I would do personally. Yeah, I don't want to be kins though because I want to. So okay, I guess where I'm leaning or what I'm getting at is is that I can either play myself or I can create a new character. 
which I think is I'm leaning more towards creating my own character because I don't want to play Kins because Kins is the default for all the games. So I want to be like a specific person. Mm. Unless I would play Kins if I were like just invested in trying to figure out how can I be a druid in Hogwarts Legacy? Mm-hmm. Like lightning. Focus on those elemental, you know, like that's what I would, that would be its own run though. I don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, yes, Lynette is my first name. Hello, hello everyone. So today uh, we are going, the password for today, let me give you the clues one more time in case you missed it, but the thumbnail has the answer and so does the description. First clue, location. I don't remember if I used that as a first clue before, but it's kind of like, you know, uh, the way I'm doing clues now is just like increasingly more obvious, like where it's like, okay, or I'm trying to. It doesn't always work out that way. It's like 20 questions, person, place, thing. Uh, yeah, or the, yeah, where you're like. Set the category. Movie. Location. <laughs> yeah, man. You're just playing charades. Okay. Uh, second clue is castle. And third French. <laughs> well, I could have said Pyrenees. At that point, I was like, well, everything's like a proper place, like a noun or a place or something that's like, whatever, I'll just use French. So the uh, password was Volbatan. Volbatan. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to travel to other castles. I do think we're going to travel, but I don't think we'll see these other castles. That's why I liked your question for the day of like, are we going to see it in a second release or, you know, an expansion? Like maybe we would see a different place. Yeah. I think that's the only possibility. I mean, we don't even have Quidditch. Like we're not going to see other castles fleshed out. <laughs> yeah. So the question for today, if the, is there if there is a next legacy game, like, okay, not Hogwarts legacy, a different legacy game, which of the following wizarding schools would you want to explore? Options. Bolatan, Durmstrang. Ilvermorny, which I'm wearing, my Rowan uh, Retails from Rowan Reports, Ilvermorny shirt, and Wagadoo. Wagadoo. So, with Wagadoo, we do know in Hogwarts Legacy that that's where Natsai Onai transferred yes. from. Correct. And her mother, her mother was a professor there. Was or... a professor. Yes. And will be the divination professor at Hogwarts. Also got We said. know that for sure? Yeah. It was in... Okay. Let me pull it up again. That's why they moved. Yeah. What's unclear is how... This is an interesting dynamic that we have not seen, but is not uncommon. Yeah. Transfers? In everyday life. No, no. Well, transfers, <laughs> but also uh, the child of one of the teachers. Yeah. I don't um, think we've seen that, right? Have we seen that? Hold on. Let me think. Kids uh, Well, no, because... Neville, no, not Neville. I'm thinking now. I'm thinking present day because Harry and Hermione and Ron and Ginny, none of them work at Hogwarts. Right. Um, the Malfoys don't work at Hogwarts. Which is, you know, okay. <laughs> Harry should have been a professor, not an oracle, whatever. <laughs> I'm over it. I had this conversation when Wizard Unite came out. I was like, yes, I get that when he's a kid, he's like, oh, I should be an or, but like, come on. Oh, don't worry. I have a I have a, a note about Harry later on. Ooh. Well, actually, it's it's just it's it's not serious. It's just like my you know how I ponder where I'm just like, oh, this is what the book says. I wonder like mm. going either present day or back in the 1890s. What mm. is it like mm. then? Mm. Um, 
Yeah, oh, I wanted to show. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing here? Natsai, this was her character card. And all it says is that uh, she grew up in Matabili Land, Africa, where she attended Wagadu, the largest wizarding school in the world, and transferred when her mother became the school's divination professor. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it doesn't say when exactly that was, uh, but it does say that... Probably this year, maybe. If you, that could be interesting. It could be, yeah. She's also new. It's just like, hey, who are you? Who are I you? mean, are you? what we've seen of her is... Well, that's an interesting thing, too, because like, if she transferred, does she just get sorted as like a, a 50 or whatever Well, year? she's like... Well, just well, like yep. us. Yeah. Um, I feel like... She's going to be really interesting. She might be the Nats most I? interesting one to me. Yeah. For companions? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, if... I'm partial to Amit because I love history. So, oh like, gosh. I just want to know the little secret he's going to uncover. Yeah. I'm sure there's some. No, you know he has a depth Or, like, of you always go to him and be like, hey, do you know anything about Give me X? this book. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, oh. It's just the encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's, like, he's Hermione. A, he's his own Wizarding World War. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He should be the feature for um, Hogwarts Legacy lore. Just always through co flows through Amit. Everything Amit says becomes its own video or show. Yeah, Amit has his own series. See, this, yeah. is, this is what's happening. I know. New series, new series, new series. I know. Who has the time for this? It'll, it's going to evolve, you know. Yeah. For three months in, Yeah. we'll be doing new things with the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Wagadoo is fun to say. Uh, they, uh, Alexa says in Wagadu, they teach you self-transfiguration. So I will say, based on this poll, the the biggest chunk right now is 31% of the votes are going to Ilvermorny. Um, we were talking before stream, not quite surprising that that's the uh, biggest chunk, given that we have a big uh, audience in the U.S., but also it's like one, we, we have that connection in the Fantastic Beast series, like we where do. they're in... Um, Ilvermorny for most, just a little bit. Yeah, it's the most fleshed out one. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, they aren't in Ilvermorny. No. It's the Ilvermorny professor, or uh, yeah. what's-her-face, comes over. I, I'm thinking about self-transfiguration because, yep. of course, we've talked yes. about this before. I mean... Marilyn, everyone would just make themselves into Marilyn. <laughs> That's where it came from. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm thinking about, like... The plural of Merlin. How many wizards who are powerful enough and learning transfiguration, uh -huh. cast it on themselves, turn themselves into a cupboard, boom, no one ever finds them. They just are a cupboard forever. This is why I'm going to have to go well, around, as I know, through Hogwarts and try to untransfigure everything and be like, what is this? Is this a dragon? dragon? Yes. You're so, dragon? okay, one of the things, when we were rereading recently the um, dialogue, the full dialogue for Harry Potter Wizards Unite for research purposes and mm -hmm. uh so penelope yes was okay there, there there were two layers to this she was in a photograph so she was trapped in the photograph yes that was um displayed right like whatever like in a photo frame like that's what i envisioned it as i don't know if it was described right, that way right, right. and then constance turned that with a witch inside into a a paperweight Right. And and you can't break out no, of it. No, it's a devastating you know? logic problem because we've anyone talked about can this. Turn of like, anyone into anything. It, yeah, like mm, 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 mm. danger. Yeah, 
Yeah, you I mean, always I have guess... that slippery slope with something like shape change where I think it's like, so the oh. idea or like in if I were to imagine the world the wizarding world like as a game mm-hmm. like uh that is designed yeah there is like a it, there's a rarity of like because it's extremely who, difficult yeah because yeah. of the difficulty like this doesn't happen often and therefore that's why you have these big baddies that like do wild atrocious not things. everyone can make a horcrux and it's not that everyone's like on because i'm telling you like if this is if this, all of this is possible i would be so paranoid i've said this several times it's probably annoying that i keep saying it over and over i'd be like nobody touch me let me just have i would specialize in some sort of like extreme protego that is so always around right. me but where i'm is, like anti-magic this is what dnd suffers from too yeah. is like Player paranoia. A society has to exist. Like you have to have trust. So you have for to basically to accept. <laughs> one one of the ways out is that the people who are trying that you can reverse magic with magic. That's incredibly mm, important. Yeah, it's an important part of the equation. So I often think like, well, one, I mean, one thing like my self transfiguration. If you self transfigure yourself into a cupboard, you're probably not doing it up up against the wall where you uh. like just look like a cupboard. You'd be in the middle of the room, and someone would come in and be like why is this new cupboard here? Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, oh, hey, professor, I think, you know, Kins turned herself into a cupboard. <laughs> Boop, and you're back. What and if I, I did it on purpose? Somehow that works. <laughs> like, you know? leave me alone. I turn into a, a, a non-sentient uh, object. But it does seem like... Do I, I mean, retain my stats? <laughs> one of one of the issues... Well, maybe, maybe the, you know, you have to give, like, crime fighters... <laughs> Or mm-hmm. have to have special Full tools, verse. so you have to, you know, because you would think there's different divisions like special. Voldemort could just turn everyone into like a paperclip <laughs> and put you away, and like just collect you. You don't leave any body behind. It's you know, and I don't even yeah, know. no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, yes. And also there are other wizarding schools. That was another thing that I kind of wanted to walk through. Um, I don't have all of them up because YouTube only lets me put four options. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, Uh, we have our Bobaton Academy of Magic. Okay, it says Bobaton. Doesn't it say Bobaton? Is that how you would read that? I know the pronunciation is supposed to, this is supposed to help me say it. Does baton have one T? Does baton have the one word? or two T's? Like the baton you toss? I think, I feel, it, has I think it has one. That's why I was like, I say bol baton because I feel like Bo-man. that's how I should Bo-burnum. say it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The Pyrenees. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, Slughorn does turn himself into a chair back to the self-transfiguration conversation and then we just go boop he does um so something notable about bobaton is that uh the famous nicholas flamel nicola flamel and his wife uh Paranel, they met there and they attended bobaton and also we see this uh school featured in the triwizard tournament what else do we got here do i have this selected nope Nope, nope. I'm trying to go to the next tab. Then we have Durmstrang, mm-hmm. which Dormstrang. Dorm, Dormstrang. Dormstrang. Dorm. <laughs> uh, they had a dark reputation. Have I don't know. I feel like mm, they're still lingering in Harry Potter's time of like kind of a at least an intense reputation, right? Yeah. 
But a long, hard winter. We have a, yes, but we have a notable alumnus, alumna, alum, no, alumna is a female, alumnus, Gellert Grindelwald. Also Victor Crumb. And uh, Victor Crumb. So, you know, not everyone, because this is the thing about like having different well, it's like schools represented where it's like, oh, you can't just yeah. like flavor an entire group of people by one person. It's always the problem with the... Um, the iceberg method of storytelling is like if you want to give a place character, you're also probably giving it like stereotype. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's useful and always fun to then meet characters from it who buck the kind of stereotype, especially if the knowledge of the place is from a, a different character's perspective in the first place where it's yeah. like oh hey you know this is a harsh place or Slytherin's an evil house and yeah. then it's like oh hey this Slytherin is like <laughs> super good mm -hmm. like the charms professor right oh <laughs> professor ronan he's i mean he's the he's main gonna bad be guy a, for sure he's not the main bad guy he's just a goofball <laughs> just like Calling it now. <laughs> Place your bets. Um, yeah, th so those were the two schools that were in the Triwizard Tournament that we've seen right. a little bit about. In the movies, um, it's not uh, just an all-gender school for Bobaton or for... Um, I mean, in the movies, it is that way. Sorry. In the books, it's not. Right. And we see that because I remember discussing that in the fourth book where we were talking about that. Then we also have uh, Ilvermorny, which I think Jenny asked earlier in the chat uh, that Canadian witches and wizards would probably go to Ilvermorny. So mm. here's the thing is that I yeah. think there's another entry that after I go through these profiles that I'll read where it talks about that there are more schools than the ones that are named. It's just that these are basically like the accredited ones. Oh, from dear. <laughs> um. So this, you know, there's a lot of, mount I won't go through all of this, actually, because let me just scroll through and show you. Whoa! It is. It's so long. The literal history of, so this oh, involves the founding. a lot. The I, founding I of it this. is just really a lot. Yeah. The link is in the description. Ooh, boy, oh, so I'll just boy. go to this shorter okay. article <laughs> that is, uh, so the American Wizarding School uh, and there is connection to the Gaunt family and uh, obviously being a descendant of Slytherin and all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff that you can read in the previous article. Um, but it's it's hidden in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. also co-founded by a nomage. Mm -hmm. So this is part of the part of the reputation of uh, Ilvermorny is being one of the most democratic schools. Um, which descended from, the story is so intense. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It's kind of like when I first, not exactly when I first, uh, read about McGonagall and I was like, wait, there's a lot of stuff happening here. It's not just like these characters are simple. There's a lot of relationships and complexity and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's four houses, um, and they, they have different kind of like, um, like how people associate them with. It's, I don't, to my understanding, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, um, my understanding of it is more like, it's not, it's not like these really clean archetypes. I feel like there are these different, it's more, I don't For know. Ilvermorny specifically? Like Ilvermorny. That's how I feel, but maybe it's because I wasn't sorted into Horn Serpent, which is supposed to be my Ravenclaw. Mm. I think, right? Isn't Horn Serpent the Ravenclaw, like, uh, 
analog than most people make. Mm. I was sor- sorted into Pukwudgie. <laughs> which is more, I think, Poppy. like the Hufflepuffish like house. Well, it, so that evokes that. At that least, is whether it is yes. Or not. That is my. Um, that's why I say that is I'm like I don't know that this is right. It's right. I'm a Ravenclaw. You're a Pukwudgie. <laughs> I'm a Pukwudgie. <laughs> Thunder. Oh, it's th- Thunderbird. Not not horns horn serpent. It's Thunderbird. Got it. Hmm. See, Ariana was sorted into Thunderbird, and I know for a fact that you say you're a Gryffindor, even though I think you're a Ravenclaw. <laughs> so who's to say? I don't know. Everyone's everything. Everyone is everything. All at once. <laughs> uh, then we have Wagadoo, which is... Uh, some of y'all were talking about the self-transfiguration. Um, it is mm, in... Mm, alchemy. Uganda. And... Uh, yes, the astronomy, alchemy, and self-transfiguration. The thing that was interesting in this entry that I remember reading a little bit ago was that um, the wand is a European invention. Right. And so students uh, at Wagadu practiced wandless magic, which I think would be super fun if we were like, hey, Natsai, what kinds of things? Because we don't know how much she's learned or like what her... like. How that blends together, yeah. you know, like her I mean, I could knowledge certainly and understanding. See once we demonstrate the ability to do wandless magic, which it seems like we probably will be able to do, or uh-huh. it's all but confirmed, maybe she will send us to her mom for some special lessons. Possibly. How to do it. I mean, I, I expect. I want to max out the professor. It's just on that line of like, even your professors don't know. The, about this magic, I, I would expect us to kind of have subquests to go speak with all of the professors about what they know about our powers, or at least we the option to like mm-hmm. train with them or somehow see what they what they know. Mm-hmm. They'd probably be able to send us to books or adventures to like figure this out. Like, hey, have you thought about this? I don't yeah. know. I mean, just speculating, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was there. Yeah. What do we have here? This is the summary? This is the summary here. I keep hitting the wrong button. Uh, wizarding schools. Um, the number of countries that have their own magical school is minuscule compared to those that do not. And, like, uh, you can tell. Like, I said, like, literally four or five. Um, apparently, there are 11 long-established and prestigious wizarding schools worldwide, all of which are registered with the International Confederation of Wizards. Smaller and less regulated institutions have come and gone, are difficult to keep track of, and are rarely registered with the appropriate ministry. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of homeschooling. Yeah, like, that's something that I didn't, like, because, um, you know, the the houses and, like, the, the affinities for, like, these groups within different wizarding schools, or even the school itself, is mm-hmm. because we have, like, sport, like and competition and that sort of thing though i guess like at the national level it's more country-based rather than school-based of course because it's not but they still have like um the triwizard tournament which is school-based that i didn't really give much thought to homeschooled witches and wizards but of course like you would have to if you're not in an area or if you're Parents flat out are like, no, you're not going to Hogwarts or whatever the case, then surely there are smaller, like, little pockets that exist. Yeah. I don't know. You would think so. 
I don't know much about them. I mean, it definitely calls into question the size of the wizarding world as we've had this conversation several times before of just like, how small is it? Like, hypothetically, is a very, very few wizards. Yeah. So I was reading a lot about the Statute of Secrecy because I was trying to find if there was like actual excerpts from the the statute when it was introduced i saw like things that were more amendments that were like added on after and it was like more of a full text of that um but it was talking about like the like after the decision to be like we're going into hiding Mm -hmm. then there was like this sort of like smaller villages hamlets like that uh because that's in connection to hogwarts legacy there are these little well yeah right hamlets nearby right. why where, they exist yeah they're, they exist they're very because you hidden. have like witches yeah. and wizards are also because like, you have fast travel true it's very very helpful it's true for that. yeah but that makes uh, you me know, wonder though bring- if you like since the wizarding schools are such a big like landmark hub. yeah mm-hmm. a hub do you think that there there's probably not that many witches and wizards like far far away from those areas you think no i think i think they are probably pretty spread out mm. although it's interesting because there's even neighborhoods like we know that there are neighborhoods that true, are true 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 but right. they, even they seem split right because you go to oh, godric's man. hollow and it seems like there's muggles like yes. going to church so that one i also read an entry well it was in that same section it was about the malfoys and the malfoy family was very vocal the blacks about live in london mm-hmm the Malfoys were very vocal about not wanting the statute of secrecy. And the reason was because they uh, rubbed shoulders with, like, the queen and, like, right, really... Right. And it uh, would help them if they could tell them they were wizards. Yes, yeah. I'm sure they still do. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, I think one way that we might see uh, interact with these schools is mm-hmm. by through people coming to Hogsmeade. Like, I could see oh, us, I, in fact, anticipate us meeting people from faraway lands huh. in, like, the Three Broomsticks. And, you know, that there's probably going to be quest givers or there's going to be travelers. and Yeah, whatnot. I wonder how, so, okay, of course we communicate by owl, so I would imagine, like, heads of schools or teachers or professors from other schools would communicate just via Al. But I would Mm. imagine that there are certain things, especially given the context of a goblin rebellion, Mm -hmm. like especially if it's spreading or if it's, there's pockets popping up in other parts of the world. I mean, this was kind of like Wizards Unite. Like the idea was that like, well, for whatever reason, the British ministry took over instead of any of the other ministries. They were like, oh, we're going to be the, the one in charge, but they coordinated with like the international um, office and liaisons and we're doing all the work globally um, so that makes me wonder like whether there will be even if it's just like for a brief visit or like a specific event where head of Wagadoo is coming in to talk to head of Hogwarts or something like that and then and then the kids are like oh that's Wagadoo you know how kids are where they're like let me tell you about this especially since we know nothing I'm assuming about the wizarding world I don't know. Well, and I think like going out, just Hogsmeade is a useful place for this because it's an all wizard town. It's famous and it's by Hogwarts. So people don't, people who may have business at Hogwarts probably stay in Hogsmeade, you know, especially if they're not kids. You don't have a guest wing of like 
Hogwarts guest. No, that would probably be dangerous. <laughs> Can't let people into your wizarding school. They could be Voldemort in disguise. They could transfigure you into a cupboard. <laughs> oh my god. Or gosh. a paperclip. Mm-hmm. Could be possible. Mm-hmm. Or a speck of dust. Well, okay. <laughs> There's gotta be a limit. <laughs> There's gotta be like a <laughs> a limit to magic, right? Otherwise, Anything goes, and then it's out of control. Well, we've had this conversation about Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy of the f what free casting looks like. Yeah, you know, can we just walk up to like every single portrait and transfigure it into a rubber duck over and you know over and over and over again, every single one? I we I think no. <laughs> there's going to be big limits. Yeah. Just. <laughs> What's my cooldown? Things are going to be invulnerable to certain types of magic. True. All no, that's true. Place. True. True. Yeah. Can't just do magic everywhere to everything. You're that would be a collide. wild thing to try to create. A fully destructible, interactable world of Hogwarts. Well, that's where crowd control comes in, and then they allow you to turn everything into rubber ducks. Everything. <laughs> you the just spawn rubber ducks for me. A giant rubber duck. <laughs> um, so the last thing I want to show is this map that has... I counted... I'm pretty sure there's only seven that's listed on here. Oh, I didn't even notice like this the outside artwork around it. Mm. But you can kind of see. I wish I could uh -huh. zoom in. Um, so Ilvermorny in North America. Uh, there's a Brazilian school, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Wagadoo. We have Hogwarts. Oh, I didn't even notice this one up here. Uh, Bobaton. No, that's Hogwarts up there. Oh, this is Hogwarts, yeah, and then that's what's this? Bobaton, and what's this? That's probably Durmstrang. Oh, Durmstrang, because. We don't know Dorm exactly string. where it is, but it's up here. Yeah, so no, no. this makes sense because they're so close together. Like these, this like is this triangle. One out here, the Japanese one. Uh, the Japanese school is out here. Yep. And this is as far as like. So if it's there, it's like off the main island of Japan. Interesting. In terms of like writings, I think those are locations. But she wrote eleven right there, like in this entry. Yeah, she did. So yeah, I don't know. Those ones aren't, then nobody knows where they are. Well, maybe we don't, I, um, I, this is not, this is all of, most of Hogwarts Legacy lore is outside the realm of my expertise. I just investigate the information yeah. <laughs> as best I can, go to wizardingworld.com and I'm like, all right, give me like official lore. You're a good researcher. Otherwise, you know, you, I, you I wouldn't have a PhD. Be <laughs> I better be a good researcher. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shall we so, get to the chapter? Uh, yeah, let's pull for next week. Okay, so the schedule for Magical Theory is that we're going to, we did, this is chapter eight. We're going to do chapter nine next week. Um, I actually miscounted when I told you yesterday what the schedule was. So we're actually going to do a chapter 10. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're going to end in chapter 10 of Order of the Phoenix, which is Luna Lovegood. And then there will be a special episode of Magical Theory Podcast uh, to kind of cap off the end of January and uh, and pause uh, until we get through Wizards, <laughs> Wizards Unite, <laughs> through Hogwarts Legacy launch, and uh, then we'll announce when we bring back uh, this podcast. But that's the current schedule as we're running yeah, through who knows? It, it could, who the knows? month of January for sure. It's hard to predict when we'll come back to full speed. But we can't tell you when we're coming back. No, we don't know. Okay. Should I pull a different one? Because I sure. feel like we've talked. We've had a similar category before. Did we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what 
Why don't I just pull funny. like a few and then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That uh, we're gonna go with this last, this third one that I pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for next week's pass. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. Don't miss out. I agree. The first two, we, we've talked about adjacent things recently. So it's like, well, okay, how much do we want to rehash, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think, yeah, this will be good. All right. It's time for. One's ready. Turn to page 137, The Hearing. Today's lesson is called Three Hours Early. The chapter begins with Harry entering the courtroom and recognizing it from the pensive. The Wizengamot comes to order, and Harry recognizes Percy, who makes no indication back. Dumbledore arrives in the nick of time, but also avoids Harry's attention. Amelia Bones leads the questioning of Harry, who recounts the attack. Dumbledore brings in Mrs. Fig to corroborate. Tensions escalate between Dumbledore and Fudge regarding why there were two Dementors in Little Winging. Harry is acquitted by a majority and cleared of all charges. Dun, 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 dun. Straight Good forward job, to Harry. the point. You did it. <laughs> I'm going to just le- leap right at the title because okay. it is one of the lines that has stuck with me the most of mm. all the books is when Dumbledore is like, oh, no, but I just happened to get here three hours early. I mu- He's like, I must have missed. Oh, you got our owl talking about the time and location change. He's like, I must have missed it. Happened to get here three hours I wrote a lot of notes about Dumbledore. I love that so much. I love it so much. Dumbledore is... It's just so coy and cold. It's like very cutting. He is so calm right now, which is also funny because, uh, you know, there's always Mm -hmm. the discussion of the contrast between movie Dumbledore and book Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. And this one also kind of comes out to me. So like, okay, in the movie, he busted and that's like the short that you did. Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. And he's just, you know... Mm -hmm. The the just the the whole energy he brings in the movie is very. It's a bit more chaotic or energetic. Like let's. This go. is. I mean, he summons a chair for himself, a yeah. little cushy chair, and he just sits in it. Can I make a chair? We can make a chair in Hogwarts Legacy where we can yeah. like. Uh... But just anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, I would change the chairs that the students are sitting in into something more comfortable in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I wrote down, Mm -hmm. Dumbledore, up to a point, but even, I feel like even still, Dumbledore is killing them with kindness uh, and logic. That's what I wrote down, is that basically his calm demeanor is very backed with like a logical thinking that no one can really refute. And I, that's what I loved about this. And he's like, Oh, you need witnesses? You need evidence? I can help with that. Like not yeah. in a not in a like um sarcastic or like insincere way, but he's just kind of like, let's Excuse get business me, done. There like a, there's a way like I can bring her in, she's here. Right, right, right. It, yeah, there is a matter of factness about him, which is very contrastable with Fudge. And more in the book than the movie, I think you're absolutely right. It actually serves a purpose to be so mm-hmm. direct and mm-hmm. like frank about everything because he even flusters yeah. i mean that moment when fudge spills the ink and then mm-hmm. dumbledore's like well you kindly didn't charge him because i'm sure as you noted like <laughs> even the best of wizards can lose control of their uh-huh. emotions yeah 
And all of this... It's just so cutting. Even after he was asked to leave the Wizen Gamut, like, yes. he was asked to leave. Like, I would not be so... That summer, like, <laughs> months ago. Yeah. No, he just... Uh, yeah. But he is who he is. So Dumbledore he has, is... He has the benefit of fighting a larger yeah. battle. Yep. And so he can't overemphasize mm -hmm. what's happening here. He needs it to be done, needs to do it directly. He's got to get Harry out of here. Yeah. I think his strategy is extremely good. First mm -hmm. of all, it's all truth-based. Then to your point, the preparation. I mean, the benefit of the preparation of always having somebody watching Harry that even when Mundungus yeah. had left, yep. Mrs. Fig, Miss Fig, Mrs. Mrs. Fig, Fig was yeah. still there. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Dumbledore would know, probably already knew that Squibs could see Dementors. Okay, so... I don't think he learned this. Fudge learned it, but Dumbledore probably knew Can we that talk Squibs about the Squib thing? Because there is a yeah. debate about the ambiguity of this scene. Okay. So... Mrs. Fig says yes. that squibs can see Dementors. Yes. And then as she's saying things, she says things, and uh, Amelia Bones is kind of questioning her on right. what she's saying. One was small and one was large. And then right. Harry was uh, kind of like, oh, it sounds like she was shown a picture of this. And so there are two different groups of people. One group can saying that... She squibs didn't actually see. Oh. Act, yeah, squibs can't actually see. No, I, I would go a different way. And then there's another group that is like, well, um, she's getting. So this is what I think as well. I think that she's getting flustered. I think the pink in the cheeks and all this stuff, she's getting flustered because she's carrying this bag. She was already set off and is carrying baggage about being a squib. But in her own way, she's not like Felch being super aggressive and grumpy about it. I think that she is just saying, like, you know when you say the wrong word and then someone corrects you and you're, like, in this high-pressure situation and you're starting to feel, like, you know, embarrassed or anxious and you just, like, want to, you just want to keep yes. going? That's what I feel <laughs> that she's going through. Or that's what I, I hope she's I going through. I think it's more likely, because Fudge even says we're going to verify that Squibs can see Dementors. I think the split, it would be more interesting of whether or not she actually saw it. Yeah. She could just be describing But we do have her thing. be like, don't put your wand away. She could have seen. She, know, she well, saw some of it. I mean, depending on like how open. It's not like she can help. How open the space is. Like, like if there's nothing around, like you can see for a long distance. If there's like trees and like buildings and like whatever around. And she takes she her responsibility you know? seriously too. She. That's she true. was watching Harry. I, I don't think that it was suspicious. I completely agree that it's just she's flustered. She's a squib. She's never going to be in the ministry frequently. Yeah. She's never going to be in front of the Minister of Magic. Yeah. In front of the whole Wedson gamut. Yeah. Filch would break too. Now, I thought she did really well, and I thought the representation was uh, probably relatable. Yeah. The nerves. Yeah. Harry was nervous, and Harry, Harry. is Harry. <laughs> well, yes. Harry, speaking of Harry, yeah. there is a recounting of all of Harry's illegal Madness. uses. 
Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. I right. I very much enjoyed it because it was taking us back through the right. journey of like, oh yeah, and that, oh and yeah. And at the end is the oh, spilling yeah. of the ink, <laughs> yeah. which I enjoy. So what the I the house elf, and then Dumbledore's like, I can bring him here. Yes. And Fudge is like, I don't have time for house elves. Yes. Yes. So what I wrote down was, okay, this was the thing I referenced earlier in the episode, is what would happen if, let's say, there was someone who used ancient magic in the presence of a witch or wizard with a trace on, but they themselves don't have access to magic, like our main character from Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, Would there also be a trial? Because I would imagine that people would come out and be like, Serving the notice being like, uh, I don't know, uh, Douglas McGee, you use magic <laughs> in an unauthorized setting. And <coughs> here's the dark. So I had to, a few different thoughts. This is, this is like what I was thinking about our main character because we don't exactly know the circumstances around whatever survival thing we did and how we have access to ancient magic and all that stuff. Um, if you show up and there's no like, it, and it, it's like, either contradictory of like oh no i didn't do it like would that person go to trial and then the muggle us that also use magic come along with us or what if those people are no longer alive and then they show up and they're like there's no witch or wizard alive you're the only person alive let's take you in this could be possible i would love to see a wizard game at trial with us sitting in the chair, answering questions from the minister, having oh Fig back gosh. as a... Fig comes in and he's like, Elias or whatever my middle name is, Fig, <laughs> defendant of the uh, or of the accused. Yeah. I- my question is, but then I backed off of that because there was a comment in there that Dumbledore makes of like, this is a simple like um, underage well, we thing. Even ha- it's right. not... Uh, that, that was the coup de gras of Dumbledore's whole thing because I think there's really good representation of that there are moods within the wizen gamut that like there are moods mm-hmm. these are powerful people they've been summoned here for a simple case of underage magic now yeah. yes Fudge has his lackeys but for the most part like first of all Amelia Bones I really appreciate her professionalism. She is yeah. She, she is the most Okay, yes, she talks. She has that moment about the Patronus, but for the most part it's like I'm going to take this seriously. I want the truth. I'm going to ask these questions. I don't care that some, she probably has a feeling of like why wasn't this just in my office? It was supposed to be and just got changed 3 hours ago. Yeah. And she knows the politics of the place. Yep. And the sea change that's been happening but she's fair-minded yeah and it's nice to see that representation the way that lupin said she'll be fair-minded and then even when she's in a different element she is very yeah she's just really uh i think it's it's a it's so lovely later when her daughter is joins the da her name is Amelia Susan Bones. Right. Her middle name. I love how all Susan. their middle names are like just uh, bilious out there. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, one of the things I wrote down about Amelia is that she, so she is the head of the or right. department. And so right. then I was like, well, I wonder what kinds of trials, knowing that Harry Potter becomes head of the Aurors in the future, what kinds of trials do they hold? Yeah. 
for yep, Harry yep, to yep, be in this yep, position yep, for Grimm also. And Constance. Well, then he's going to let Grimm off. First easy. of all, yes, thank you. I'm going to get mad again. Yes. <laughs> I'm mean, so angry again. Harry, do not be Conflict of interest. Grimm. Conflict of interest. Oh, my gosh. But also, this is making me wonder about like, so we have like a list of the ministers of magic over the years. I wonder like who heads of the Department of Ores have been over the years and if there's like similar kind of mm-hmm. ebbs and flows about like how people's like well, demeanors it was Barty Crouch. are, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I, I think <laughs> not when he died, he had been cha- he had been moved to a different position the international cooperation or sports and games i can't remember but anyway games and sports yeah i to put to go back i thought it was i i like the representation of the wizard game it's mood as well when dumbledore's yeah. like yes laws can be changed clearly mm-hmm. like a simple case of underaged magic is now in front of the entire wizard game and they all shift uncomfortably yep I mean, Dumbledore absolutely, like, rolled a natural 20 on his <laughs> persuasion rolls for the... He, like, he did everything... Helps to be right. per- yes, it helps to be right. But even if you are right, sometimes, like, people can get um, tripped up in the, like, clearly high stakes and, like, emotional aspects of trying to communicate what's at hand. And I think him being calm and then pointing basically poking holes at every like retort back of being like okay well here like this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense you're being inconsistent was basically the message yeah he has the moment with like well if you don't think that it's Voldemort I assume you'll be investigating and he directs that at Amelia Bones yeah who yeah. gets a little uncomfortable or stares back at him yep. I think yeah she she's has, probably like, a like yeah Come on, man. (laughs) But it's a real, it's a real thing. And the irony being, of course, that is what happened. Yeah. It it wasn't Voldemort. Yeah. It's Umbridge. And the only time she speaks up is at that moment, which is, of course, she's, she's evil. Ah, she's the worst. (laughs) Umbridge. So she frames it because she's the only one who really gives a a tet. to Dumbledore right there. Yeah. Because she gives it back in the flavor and in a persuasive way yes. by being like, um, uh, excuse me, you are you accusing us of doing this? I think I misunderstood you so <clears throat> passive Because aggressive. she redirects it. It's at that moment to me where Dumbledore's argument weakens the most, which is uh, like, yeah. it gets closer to being like, he says it's either Voldemort or the ministry. Yeah. And she basically redirects them a little bit to being like, or Harry is making it up. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's almost uh, like Occam's razor type thing that she produces where it's like, oh, you, you think it's either this guy back from the dead okay. or somebody conspiracy in the ministry or it's just a kid lying. I have a solution. Yeah. Give Harry Veritaserum. Give I, him Veritaserum. I think it's probably like... illegal to give them Veritaserum. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why is pleading the fifth legal? Mm. A thing. So you think they have that protection? I do. Oh. Yeah. I would give them Veritaserum. Hermione gives people Veritaserum left does. and right. Very <laughs> extra legal. In the legal, future, let's in the present. <laughs> oh yeah, and then obliviates them. You know that there's going to be a. Why can't they do legitimacy? You know, like why can't there they are just... many options? Well, we see it in the. Well, especially if you're Fantastic Beast, they just 
torture people and yeah i think yes so like there are so you know justice we take an oath to be like do you swear to tell the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth blah 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 there must be some there has otherwise like then you're just going to accuse everyone of lying like you must have some sort of formal in the formality of the you have to prove that they're lying you do but like to take a testimony to make a testimony like there needs to be some sort of like but this is also the difference between circumstantial evidence I mean, in, in in a lot of in a lot of ways, all of the evidence that Dumbledore that provides can is, get direct evidence, can't you? If you take a memory from someone, yes, but the means <laughs> that you do. What I'm saying is, if by. someone is willing to be like, I will, like Harry's trying okay. to yeah, say, it's I'm like, innocent. I mean, willingness is interesting because we have um, then you can lie be detector like, tests. you know, let us in to my mind, do the legitimacy, and I'll like accept it. A willing creature, <laughs> you know. Yeah. To but. That that doesn't seem to be. I'm guessing common. it's. I'm guessing it's expensive, and also that Veritaserum it's difficult because there's probably ways to around it. Mm. You know, like ways of telling partial truths or whatever. Mm. I I know we see in Wizards Unite that people are like they overshare, and I never thought Veritaserum was that type of thing. Yeah. Although th- it does say you you know who himself would be spilling the his guts so maybe it yeah. does Im- like evoke the truth let alone you know like zone of truth in D. yeah people don't have to respond they're not compelled that to speak true. they don't it's not like they have to say something and and it has to be the truth it's just if they say something it has to be true mm-hmm. but here maybe it's different just highlighting all the moments that people are pointing out about when veritaserum yeah, is used because um, and... harry purses his lip and doesn't drink the tea when she yeah. gives it to him. So he is able yeah, to lie. I guess. <clears throat> I guess. I just feel like it. No, I think she gives it in the book as well. Because I think in the book we actually have that line of, of Harry being like, seeing, he envisions Moody being like, why yeah. are you drinking from a cup yeah. uh, like of your enemy? You know, don't drink this. And he doesn't. Yeah, I think, so isn't kind of the purpose though of like, taking an oath, let's say, yeah. for a testimony. Right. Is because the the so the idea and the protection is like, sure, you can take the fifth, uh, to like, you know, not self incriminate. Right. But there's also another charge. So if you do lie, that's yeah. perjury. You know? So yeah. like there there there's a there's reason. A there's a, you know But it's also why foundation the fifth, for why the the fifth exists is because you don't want this justice system where you always catch 22 somebody on the stand, like where yeah. it's like you, you're either going to tell us that you've broken the law or we're going to say you've broken the law because you perjured yourself. Like, yeah. I, what I, what I, what is frustrating me is that is the like direct accusation in front of Harry, like, Harry, like all they have to do is take his testimony. Right. And then that's it. I think in normal times, that's what it would be. <laughs> but there, yeah, everyone's So we see the corruption of yeah. justice is yeah. really what's happening here. Like if Amelia Bones was just doing this with Harry, she would just have taken his statement yep. and sent him on his way. There yeah. was never going to be a crime. He might get a write-up or like, don't yeah. do this again. Yeah. In a similar way of like, 
any other one. I mean, th- even the reference to the house elf ones that that never got resolved. It's not like True. they were they. Yeah, there was they, not even yeah, a hearing no, at all. No, yeah, yeah. So that that's to me the bigger point is even mm-hmm. the hearing with Amelia Bones would have been, yeah, more extreme. Now the magic was maybe more extreme, but it was in front of more Muggles. The 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 cake. Yeah, hover charm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. I mean, really, like it's just a good. It's just a good chapter. It shows these how these things progress. How mm-hmm. justice can be corrupted, how a small group of like-minded individuals like Fudge and his little group in the right spots do make these sorts of changes. Because it's not like they've, it's not like Harry loses this. He he wins overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. And yet it still happens. And that's sometimes the point. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's a great chapter. I've always really liked this chapter. Just there's something about it. It's, it's a good revealing of the mood of the wizarding world by like putting this small matter in front of yeah what what ultimate i mean yeah it's, it's, it's definitely showing it and not just telling us things is, are bad it's, it's like yeah no things are bad and then we see the corruption of justice really get perverse because then umbridge tortures kids for months yeah with the stamp, the rubber stamping of the Minister for Magic. Yeah. And what bothers me a lot is that Scrimger doesn't punish Fudge. I mean, I think Umbridge goes to jail, but Fudge should have been in jail after this. Like, he rubber stamped her torture of children in this book. He yeah. gave her decree after decree. Come on, come yeah. on. You don't just resign in disgrace. You go to jail. Give him the whizzing game at hearing. Put him in the chair. Nope, the the guy at the top gets to get I away. Know. You get the protection of you, you use her as a scapegoat. Be like, oh, we did it. We like, did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I being was fed lies. Stress. I was oh, being oh. lied to. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> we clearly, <laughs> you know, something that is fudge is a mood. Very, fudge is a real mood. It's very pleasing to me because uh, when I was making the thumbnail for this video, I was like, oh, should I try to put fudge up? There is no foundable in Wizards Unite for Cornelius Fudge. Nobody thinks about him. Nobody cares. Yes. Exactly. Your legacy is that nobody, nobody has tells your opinions story. Anymore. Because, you, you, you just know. failed. You failed horribly. Fudge fudged up. <laughs> exactly. So let's go out on that. Exactly. Oh, man. It, it, was, it was good. The last line that I'll pull, just to have an image of Umbridge. I know we have the movie Umbridge, and she is you know, excellent in her role. Yes. Um, Harry says, or the line is, he thought she looked like a large, pale toad. And that also brings me joy. <laughs> it's always, you know, book four is intense in its way. Mm-hmm. But it is book five where it's like, oh, man. Yep. This is bad. Yep. And Umbridge is... It's Umbridge, not Voldemort. Yeah, that's it's the sneaky part of it. It is. Yeah. Even yeah. when Sirius dies, I still am like, no, Umbridge is the problem in this mm-hmm. book, not Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just the worst. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. <laughs> oh well, I guess that's ready. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it for today. Thanks for hanging out, and until next time, Lon's ready. ready.